Hey, Jemima. Hey, Dad. So it's your sixth birthday today. So yes, it is. So it's a very special day. But do you know what also is happening today that's very special? What? It's Manly Seagull's first game of the season. Wow. And who's your favourite Manly Seagull player? Daily Cherry Evans. Yeah, he's pretty good, isn't he? And why do we like why do we like Manly so much? Because you were born with them. Yep, I was born with them. And also, why? Because we like how they play. Yeah. Yeah. And what team do we hate the most? Storms. That's right. And who do we hate second most? Roosters. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but who and who are the who are the crybaby cheats in the comp? Eels. Eels. Yeah. I mean, I meant eels. Yeah. And why, why don't we like the eels? Because they cheat. Yeah, and what else? What they are their plot? They cry pla- babies. They are cry babies, aren't they? As soon as they get onto the field, they start crying because they're worried they're going to lose. That's right, yeah. And, um, and what about Uncle Billy? Who's Uncle Billy's favourite team? The eels! Oh, and what do we say? Silly, boo. boo, silly Billy. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Screaming Eagles podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Manly Seagulls and the Parrot Eels. I'm your host, Ben, and joining me in the bubble is Billy Night Train Buttons. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, audience. Good to be back. Yeah, good to have you back. What a season. What a great start to the season. (laughs) Isn't it an absolute cracker? Amazing. It's a bit weird here, though, because we've swapped roles. You've got the headphones on. We're, we're no longer in the in the eels swamp. We're in the eagles nest. Eagles nest. And it's Both are pretty, and it's pretty sweaty up here. It's pretty sweaty. It's a bit bizarro. Yeah. Bizarro world. Yeah. So um, now some people have been asking why you weren't on the show last mm. week, and um, let's just put the rumors to rest. Mm. Is there any truth to the rumor going sweeping the internet that you were in self isolation at the Petersham Inn? Yes, it's hundred percent true. <laughs> well, almost self-isolated. You know, private shows don't really count as isolation. No. <laughs> Although they probably should the way I do them. So, <laughs> self-flagellation, maybe. Yeah. 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 Well, look. Just like we're, we're famous. Mm. I mean, if there's one thing that we're famous for mm. above all else, is the fact that we're the only podcast that won't talk about Origin. True. Until the week of Origin. Absolutely. And and to be honest, we can hang our hat on that one. 100%. So I think another one that I'd like to hang our hat on this season is to be the only podcast that's not going to talk about the coronavirus. What is that? Never even heard of it. No, either have I. You so, won't hear those words mentioned again. Yep. Coronavirus. So if you want to hear our un- uneducated opinion on it, then, um, well... You won't. You're not you going won't. to. <laughs> we'll have to do another podcast. Um, but having said that, having <laughs> said that, it is time to open up the medical files. So, Billy. Yep. It was announced a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. That New Zealand's going to close its borders. Why? Well, can't say. <laughs> racist. <laughs> they're racist. But yeah, they are. That um, they're going to close their borders. Mm. Now, do you think it's time that the government got tough and closed its borders to Parramatta? Well, no, not at all. Paris is it's a geographic heartland of Sydney. It's yeah, a people's well, club. So that's so. So what you're saying is 
So what you're saying is that's where everything comes out of? No, it's the spiritual home of rugby league yeah, in right. Australia. I uh, So, I, I mean, uh, there's been a bit of talk, and I guess this kind of goes into news, kind of not. But uh, basically, Manly play, so Manly play in New Zealand round three. Mm. So it looks like that um, we'll, they're, what they're talking about now is New Zealand will go back. They'll play round two here. Okay. But that's as, that's as long as the New Zealand players are willing to stay in Australia. Yeah. Which is ironic because most New Zealanders, you can't get out of the country. <laughs> Just send them to Bondi. That's right. know the difference. Yeah. It'll be fine. Um, most Kiwis, you can't get out of here, but these ones can't wait to leave. So I don't know what's going on there. Shout out to all our Kiwi listeners, the Thin White Duke. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he's stocking up on. I think I have an idea. <laughs> I think he likes to bake cakes. Yeah, that's true. So I think it's just a bit of, bit bit of flour. flour. Yeah. Um, so what they're saying is if they do go back, and um, then what it'll just be is whoever's turn it is to play them that week will just be a bye and you'll just get two points. Uh. I think we need to just go hard on this one and say if you go, you're not welcome back. Mm. Mm. What do they really contribute to rugby league. Yeah, well, I saw another one this afternoon. Again, it's moving so much, but um, I saw... Well, one. would you say it's fluid? It's fluid. It's would very you, fluid. It is very fluid. What, it's a very, what, yeah. What we say now might not be the case. Yeah, it's by fluid. By the time I finish the sentence. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I saw something this afternoon, and again, it's fluid. Mm. You know, new news comes to hand sure. all the time. Don't quote you. But I'm on the air. I'm generally on the breaking edge of most of these stories, me yes. and Michael Carianas. Yes. Um, is that if they're shorter player, it's going to be like when my eight-year-old plays rugby and there are a few players short, so they just grab someone from the other team and say, yeah. chuck this jumper on. Okay. And you play the first half. So yep. there, there was some talk of that happening, like yeah. teams making, unne- you know, players not needed. You know, the 18th man, for example, yeah, um, might go and suit up for the Warriors just to help them through it. I think I see where this is going. Mm. And would you say this could be the t- return of Kane LG? <laughs> God. Is this, Wouldn't that be is this what you're saying? Wouldn't that like when if you? There, yeah. If there was a silver lining to this whole to pandemic, it's a platinum lining. <laughs> if there's if there's a <laughs> platinum lining to this whole pandemic, could it be Kane LG returning to rugby league? Well, imagine you know it's a tough time. We're not talking about coronavirus. Yeah. Yep. Okay, we're not talking. No, we're not. But there's a pandemic happening. <laughs> That's right. right. There's a pandemic. People are worried. Yes. People are very ne- not me. No. Well, a right. little bit. I did stay in bed all day today and <laughs> update my will. Um, there's not much there. No, not I was much. Say, it was pretty quick exercise. Who's going to get that 1986 power jersey and <laughs> yeah, the packet of Tim Tams? <laughs> I've got stashed. Um, but wouldn't that just wouldn't that bring the people back to rugby oh, league? Wouldn't that bring back? Forget about the return of Val Holmes. Yeah. Forget about Who? never heard of him. Myth. Yeah. Forget about Latrell Mitchell mm. moving to South. Yeah. Kane Elgie coming back to captain the Warriors. The Warriors. No affiliation with any country. <laughs> Captaining the Warriors to a come from behind grand final win. Oh. Can you imagine? It's, yeah. it's They'd be singing. You know, those, you've seen those videos of Italians singing on their balconies. Yes. They just go to the Gold Coast, you know, like at schoolies. <laughs> That's it. People yeah. will be on the balcony singing the they'll Warriors. They'll be falling off the balcony drunk or they'll be singing, <laughs> or they'll all be singing Kane LG's praises. Oh. So, um, but anyway, that's enough. We've, I think we've opened up of the medical file mm. and we won't be talking about any anything that we won't mention. No. And um, let's just get into news. Just like Kieran Foran's injuries, the foreign rumours will not go away. Mm. So this was an article in the um, Sydney Morning Herald. Okay. Uh, 
basically Daily Cherry Evans was being interviewed um, and he was just talking about, um, you know, the se- upcoming season. Mm. And one of the uh, reporters uh, asked him about the rumour about Kieran Foran coming back to play Ooh, at Manly. Okay. Okay. So he's off contract at, at, at the end of this season with the Bulldogs. Mm. He, and anyway, so this is what uh, our captain, Daily Cherry Evans, said. Rugby league is a crazy game. Foz back to Manly would be a great storyline, and if it happened, I'd be more than happy with it. But out of respect for my current teammates, that's not something I'll push. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, awkward, awkward pan of the camera to Dylan Dylan Walker. (laughs) uh, And then a wah, 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 wah. (laughs) In fact, I might even have that on here. Uh, One of the presets. Wow. So there you go. Fancy. Poor old Dylan Walker. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, he comes off contract at the end of the year. No one's realistically going to sign him. No. Manly have a history of signing players for unders <laughs> and then getting the best out of them. Mm. I mean, just to quote a few, Tony Williams. Yeah, wow. Wasn't he good on the weekend? Well, he would have been. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he would have been. Is he still He might have been better than Joel Thompson. Yeah. Uh, who? Tony Williams. Yeah. No. No. He's lost 25 kilos. Wow. So didn't you, listen, didn't you listen to the pod last week? I listened to bits of it. Obviously not that bit. No. No, so there's no paratalk. <laughs> did, did you just tune in to see if you were on it? And yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wondering, oh, no, where right, where's, my, where's my bit? Where's my... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't right. there. I didn't, I didn't turn up. So, um, yeah. I mean, uh, foreign. What do you think? Foreign to manly. Well, I've been burnt by foreign foreign so um i feel like like when the when when the tigers re-signed benji marshall he mm. was actually pretty good for them mm. in round one yeah but you kind of know what you're getting with so so if if the seagulls you know managed to lock up moses Suli and then had another you know they've got well probably australia's best center brad parker um but say they had like a back line that was looking a bit inexperienced. I could mm. see bringing in an older, you know, yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't think that when you've got Cherry Evans there and Tom Trebojevic with the experience, you're going to have like that core group of older players. Yeah. Not that they're old, but Jake Trebojevic, you Ex- would say, is experienced. Experienced yeah. players, yeah. Do you want someone who's got these injury issues and had these off-field dramas? Mm. I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, you know, I wouldn't. But When you've got, when he, you've got Brendan yeah. Elliott on the... Standing by, it seems like a bit of a waste to bring in for him, mm. from my point of view. Yeah, you can go back, like Paro, when they got Hayne back. It's like, what yeah. did you think was going to happen? It's yeah. like it's like when you go on a really good holiday and you're like, that was so good. Let's go back there. Mm. And it's never as good the second time. No. You know, you just got to let it let yeah. it go. Just well, it's like um, I've made, I, I've only made, what's the pasta that you make out of um, potato? You know, you get... Oh, gnocchi. Gnocchi. Yeah. I've so only made gnocchi. gnocchi. I've only made gnocchi once. Yeah, and you were actually there. It's mm. when we went away with yeah. on that on those family holiday. That was the first and only time, and everyone said this is the best gnocchi <laughs> I've ever made. Julie, uh, my wife, constantly asked me to make it, and I say I'll never make it again <laughs> because now it's it's gone down in legend. Yeah, it's only going down. I just came out. I just you know, it's like um that that uh, Penrith player on the weekend. He literally ran on the field. That was amazing and scored. A try with his first touch. <laughs> yeah. Two seconds later, he that should was have walked me. off. That was me mic. with a gnocchi. I just walked in, grabbed that big <laughs> bowl of mashed potato, and I just nailed it. And yeah. it's like, I'll never race again. Yeah, <laughs> just like Seinfeld. Cool. I did it in. Um, I did it with my first ever brisket, which you had. Oh yeah, and that was a winner. Yeah, it was, an, and I didn't have a fancy smoker. I no. did it with wood chips in a, and it was great. And it's never been as good. No. I should have. I should have just dropped the mic. Should have walked you off. Said, said no I will more never, brisket. I'll never smoke again. <laughs> yeah. The end. So no, that's my answer. Lock in no. Texting Todd, too arrogant, declares clubs. Ooh. So yeah. I don't know if this is just something that the, I think Fox were kind of like shit. We don't have many stories here. The 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 other thing that's happening in football at the moment hadn't properly kicked off. Mm. So this was Paul Kent. This is the main story that he was running with at the beginning of last week. Mm. Um, Todd Todd Greenberg, he's, he's uh, 
what do you call it? His contract mm. is up at the end of the year. And uh, Peter Volandis, um, basically, the rumours out of HQ was that uh, Todd Greenberg could be shown the door. Yeah, I saw I saw one of the most bizarre interviews with Volandis or Volandis. I don't know how you say his name. All these Volandis, people, I is mean. it? Yeah, it's y, Y-S at the end, isn't it? Yeah, Volandis. But um, he Danny, your man, Danny Widler, Mister No Leg Day, Danny yeah, Widler always skips his leg day at the skips gym. Skips leg day. Yeah, um, was all puffed up and interviewed Volandis mm. and. Um, Kind of, he threw Greenberg under the bus a bit, Vlandy's or whatever, mm. the V man. He um he did say exactly that. So Danny Widler in his in his brutal, hard hitting Pulitzer Prize winning journalism mm. said, any you know any truth to the rumours that the clubs find Todd Greenberg arrogant? And Vlandy said, "Yeah, look, I know a lot of the clubs do find mm. him arrogant, and mm. look, I haven't found it, but mm. a lot of the clubs have said that. Like he yep. was quite brutal. In, in yep. it was like, why are you telling Danny Widler this? It didn't seem, yeah, it didn't seem very like I'm kind of done with Vlandy's already. I think the journalists all love him. So on Triple M and on NRL three sixty. They're going, this is the right man for the job and geez, he's a great leader yeah. and Buzz is just like within, you know, the first two weeks of the job, I knew he's the best administrator we've you had since Ken like Arthurson. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, I think he's a real, the thing is with him, he, I think he's tried come out and tried to be really a bit of a hard man and a bit of a straight shooter. Mm. And I guess the journos are loving it because it's kind of like sick. He's giving us headlines. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But they're all fawning over him. Like, I've never seen so many journos lining up to suck someone off since Cam Smith's 400th game. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't... Um, yeah, I'd, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't been. I thought that was not well, you and Todd super... Are, you, I mean, I wouldn't say that you're best friends, but you we're mix close. in the same circles. Yeah, well, we're pretty close. So, yeah. I mean, how's Todd taking this, I guess? He's upset, <laughs> look, no doubt. But he's, he's you know, he's... yeah. He's a hundred percent willing. Like he's, yeah. he looks good with his beard, doesn't he? Todd? He does. I like it. Yeah, he's he's he re, he's ripping off our style. So I reckon. Um, so one of the compl- complaints from the clubs though is that he texts or he gets on his phone when clubs are trying to talk to him, and he just pull out the phone. As someone who's had many conversations with you, where you have just pulled out the phone, <laughs> <laughs> I will say it does. It, it is kind of annoying. So. <laughs> I'm kind of with the clubs on this one. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm no, I'm no Greenberg fan either. Yeah. Um, I think he's he he says all the right things and doesn't really do that much. But I'd also look at it and go, well, you have a chairman come in, a chairperson come in, who seems like a bit of a maverick, and mm. he, like he just poo pooed Perth expansion. He makes he seems to make quite a few captains calls and it's not super professional yep. to just throw your CEO under a bus to like the worst journalist in Australian yep. history. To be fair, I heard him say the same thing to Paul Kent. Uh, well, so they, he said the, it's the, the two, two worst. So he said it to the two worst. <laughs> yes, go. <laughs> to give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I mean it's quite interesting that we've heard so much from him though. Like Yeah, I know. The rest of them, like Peter Beatty, kind of. Well, Beatty was, yeah, Beatty was on Twitter come, a lot. He but. didn't come across like he was in charge. I think that's the difference. Peter Beatty kind of sounded like he was a bit of a uh, a figurehead, like the Queen. Yeah, well, that's what you're meant to be when you're but the you're not, chairman. You don't really yeah. do anything, but you're just there. But Vlandis is out going, well, no, I'm in charge. It's almost like Todd's gone from sitting at the big kids' table. Uh, sorry, at, at the adults' table, and now he's been sh- shifted down to the kids' table. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, we're all chatting. You eat your ice cream. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because there's financial stuffs gonna come up on something we we, we said we're not going to talk about coronavirus, which we no. haven't we no, haven't spoken about it at I all. I haven't mentioned it, but it's gonna you know they're now talking about being broke and now news is coming out with this whole oh they should have had a contingency fund and mm. they well they were told to have a contingency fund and they're meant to put away I think it was fifty million every year. Yeah. 
and they keep on saying, and if you'd done it when you were told to do it, yeah, and it's kind of like, yeah, cool, I was told to put money aside and buy a property when I was 22, and if I did, I'd have mm. a huge house in Newtown right now. That's great. But I will also say, can you imagine if they did do that and Buzz and Kent got wind of $450 million just, just sitting, sitting yeah. in a war chest? 100%. You would never, you, you would never hear grassroots yeah, football yeah. mentioned so quickly, and bush football. Yeah, that would just be and 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 what's the other one they like to do where it's like the you got to pay the big stars. What's that thing that they oh, always marquee do? the marquee player yeah. and we can't lose Kalen Ponga to rugby union. Why aren't we spending that four hundred and fifty million on Kalen Ponga? <laughs> like you were, like it's honestly, honestly, it's, that's it, the it, thing. It would come out so quickly. So and and of and news. Limited, who owned Fox and KO. Oh, do they? Oh. And so they've obviously, the NRL's chucked a lot of money into its digital arm. Mm. And some maybe, you know, incorrectly, but it's all very, it's all very hindsight assisted, isn't it? Like, mm. oh, they should have been putting this money away. It's like, well, fucking, you're losing money too, Fox. Like, yeah, that's right. What are you, where's your future fund? Yeah. Like, have you been parking money? Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be interesting though. Mm. It's going to it's the whole thing. Broadcast revenues. I was speaking to uh, one of our friends who consults on all this stuff, and um, he was saying broadcast revenues are going to go down. Mm. Like, and it is interesting. The players push so hard that they had a seat at the table. They didn't mm. want to go. They didn't want to be paid. They wanted a share of all the revenues. Mm. Now the revenues are going to go down. They're not going to be able to. Um, they're gonna get less. Like the players are gonna have to take less, mm. and the players aren't gonna aren't gonna like it. But where else is the money coming from? So. Speaking of players, mm. and I know we're not gonna talk about the coronavirus. Yeah, well, we haven't mentioned because we it. haven't mentioned it yeah. yet, and I'm gonna continue not to mention it. But uh, did you see Cam Smith has come out today and saying he doesn't? He thinks the NRL should be shut down right now, and he doesn't want to play. Wow. And I think people have been a little bit harsh. Mm. I mean, if you read those who are great at risk are the elderly. <laughs> so Cam Smith fits right in to that sort of yeah. nasty bracket. And I mean the way So he's yeah. just it's just a little bit of self preservation and I got no problem with that with, with Cameron. Well he's he's if anyone deserves looking after <laughs> It it's because it, there's he's yeah. he and his family really rugby league's not given them much. Well, I think the thing is you got to realise with Cam, he's not too worried about shutting down the rug, uh, the, the the season and not getting paid because he's always got a fifteen thousand dollar ring he could hock <laughs> for a little bit of extra cash. Yeah. Akuza Junior Polo facing life sentence on one ton cocaine bust. Now Ooh. the thin white juke's just fallen off his chair. <laughs> I don't think he's it's, got a chair. Oh, no. <laughs> he sold it. Yeah. He's just fallen off his futon. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> he's just fallen out of his cardboard box on the street. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this one, well, you know, I obviously did a lot of. So, deep who? Dive. I didn't even see this. It's who? Junior. Acuso Junior Paulo. Oh, it's not Junior. Is it Junior Paulo? That, well, that's what his name is. A K U S O. His name is Akuzo Junior Paulo. Oh, so you just typed in Junior Paulo? No, I just typed in man. I just typed in Paramount. Oh, was he a para player? He was a para player. Oh, sorry, didn't I? Didn't I no, mention well, that? Yeah. There's been so many Paulie Paulos <laughs> and Paulo Paulies and Junior Junior Paulo. Yeah. Do you think this has the ability to completely derail the season? Yes. I think the biggest, it's possibly the biggest issue the game's facing. It's the biggest crisis since the last crisis. Yeah. Okay. Never, yeah. never even heard. So, um, what was his name? Acuso Junior. Acuso Junior Paulo. First? Have, a, have a quick deep dive on your Google and I'll explain what happened. How do you spell Acuso? A-K-U-S-O. Acuso. So Junior Paula. Yeah. So basically he didn't manage to get the one ton into Australia. Okay. So he didn't land with it like with one point five million condoms oh, shoved up him. his up his ass. But it was a um he was planning to do it. So he must have bragged to an undercover cop or something. I don't know. It all I, I have no idea, but I'm just, you know, taking a stab in the dark. It was all about the planning of it and they got him before he managed to actually do it. 
Okay. It's a life he's, sentence. He's Joseph Paulo's brother. Oh. Playing career. Um, did he even play a first? No, he wasn't a regular first grader. I'm just Wow. There's a lot of people aren't regular I mean, first graders. To be fair, not many of the Eels were in that 2011 team. No, no. <laughs> so, but yeah. So oh, anyway, club in crisis. Club in crisis. Yeah. Um, yeah. The first Choose the Door award goes to CHN and Joden Ockenbore. So we haven't we haven't handed one of these out for a while. Yeah. And I feel like uh, I feel like these two these two fellas should be the first of the 2020 season of Choose the Door. Choose the, I wonder if, you know, I wonder if we should modify Choose the Door because... Not Choose the choose, Student? Choose the Porn. Choose, choose the, porn. the Porn. Okay, Choose the Porn. Yep. Yeah, like not kitty Porn, not no. 16-year-old sending you topless photos. No. It's not really kitty Porn, but I no. think it's illegal. I don't know. Uh, well, let's not get into the nitty-gritty yeah. of it, but... I think it's the fact that it's in poor taste. Yeah. If you've been sending good faith to talk up rugby league yeah, and you're there passing out numbers and hitting on all the girls, I mean, I don't think they're going to be welcome yeah, in it's schools just, why too did, much. Why didn't you just look at some porn? Like, it's yeah. so dumb. you got yeah. to think of, like, how many... They're in, they're in Port Macquarie, was it? No. Yeah. Was it Port, Port Macquarie? Macquarie? Yeah. yeah. They've got to stop going up the coast. You've got to Just stop going. you got to listen. Imagine that, like, team meeting when the, when the staff are all, what, what should we do for the off-season? Where would mm. be a good – I've got a good idea. Why don't we head up to the north coast? Yeah. <laughs> like, what possibly could go wrong? <laughs> He's a new guy at the club. I've just had a great idea. Yeah. I'm not too sure of the club's history, but let's, why don't yeah, we let's head go up the up coast? There. I've tried to get in for Coss Harbour. For some reason, I don't want to take my booking. So <laughs> yeah, they're just, all full. We'll just go slightly south. <laughs> Um, for all our listeners, um, uh, here's a hot tip. Go on to, I think you can see it on YouTube. What's the no raping? Who, what's the, who's oh, the, yeah, um, it's, uh, it's Amy Schumer. A, go on to Amy Schumer on YouTube. I'm sure it's there. It's called Football Town Nights. Football Town Nights. And it's a piss take of Friday Night Lights. And, um, there's some stuff in there about how they, have a yeah. team meeting and they're sort of kind of like, and remember guys, no raping tonight after the game. And they go, well, what if, and they come up with all these, these sort of, but what if she says no, but I know she means yes. And he yeah. goes, no raping. Nope. Still but rape. It's, <laughs> it's very, rape. um, it's very funny. So do yourself a favor, jump on Amy Schumer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a lot of, I found a, a few of the Bulldogs fans went the full retard on this one and were going down the whole path of, well, it was consensual and, you know, all you do is just, yeah. all that happens is you bang two schoolgirls and this, like, it's, yeah. it's like, come on. They went to the school. They didn't go to the school as, as teenagers, as players. I get that they're, especially Ockenfor is pretty young. Is it Ockenbore? Ockenbore. Yeah, Ockenbore. Yeah. But um, you don't bang girls at a school no. that you just visited as an ambassador. Yeah. You know, no. regardless if they're 17 or 16, if they're legally mm. above the age, it's still not, it's still so dumb. Mm. And you think like they're in these low towns, no no, no offence to any of our listeners in Port Macquarie, but it's a pretty low town. <laughs> <laughs> how could you not take offence to that? <laughs> well, So how, well, how should they take that? <laughs> I'm just wondering, what's the positive spin that you're going to put on that one? Uh, it's <laughs> On the way to Queensland. It's on the way to some nice to nicer stop. towns. It's nice to stop yeah. on the way to Byron Bay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like the halfway point. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a good place to refill. Guys, you don't have far if you want to keep going to Byron Bay. It's even, You're almost there. It's even not far from like Nambucca Heads or pretty nice towns. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, you got me convinced. I think you saved it. <laughs> I think you've saved it. Yeah, I've got family from up that way, so... I can uh, I can say what I want. It's like I it's like the guy who says I've got friends who are insert race here, so I'm allowed to be racist. (laughs) 
George Tafua celebrates 150 games. Mm. Was, wasn't there some weird statistical anomaly where he had to tell the NRL it was Yeah, his? well, that's why I've put it in the news, okay. yeah. I mean, right now, if I thought ahead, I'd actually be playing that song and they said you'd never make it. <laughs> the Swan Lager. The Swan Lager one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, so... They thought he was only on like 148 or 149 or something and he had to go and tell them, no, 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 I'm on 150 and I'm playing 150 this weekend. Uh, why? You got, one, you got one job. Was it... Was it... Was it? I right. think I don't think even they could believe that George Defoe was had been around for 150 It wasn't games. like a case of where they used to always get Steve Matai and Martin Tapao mixed up. <laughs> Did they just think that because he's Polynesian, like they yeah. just said, oh, well, that was Matthew Ridge, actually. <laughs> like, just a right. random Polynesian yeah. player here. Do you think, I mean, you're a master of aerodynamics. Mm. What do you think of the long hair? I like, I, I mean, I think George can, he's, he's Do you in. think it's distracting for him? No. No, he's yeah. playing, I thought he was pretty good for, for you know, for the, I, what I saw of him. He didn't, he didn't look too bad on the weekend. He's still suspect under... A high ball. He seems to be getting a bit better at it. Insofar mm. as where the options there, he doesn't even try and take it. I mm. saw one of the Melbourne players on the weekend. They kicked it, and and I thought this is trouble because he's going up against. I don't know if Funavalu was on his yeah, side. Yeah, Funavalu. Yeah. And um, he just um waited. He didn't even go in the air. He just yep. smashed him as soon as he got it, which I think is a better option for him than trying to like sail high. Yeah. Right. Um. But I think he's in some of his best career form remember he got, he played origin when he was young mm. and it kind was of that during the massive losing streak yeah yeah and i think it kind of threw him a little bit or he wasn't ready mm. and maybe he's not that type of again we don't talk about origin either but um well, we could be the first po- we could we could become famous for not talking about the coronavirus or origin but be the first podcast this year to start talking about origin bolters yeah. Well, we or were all. you say George Defoe was an origin bolter at this point? Uh, I've, probably not. Okay. <laughs> Just because Jeez. of. You had to think about wind. it, though, didn't you? No, I was trying to think of a nice way to say do you think it. It's to you. Unfair to, do you think it's unfair to put him in there until Brendan Elliott's had a game? Yeah, I think okay. Ruben Garrick needs to. And do we need to save a spot for Kane Elgy when well, he starts Queen, captaining he's, the he's Warriors? He's a Queenslander, though. Well, still play. <laughs> You know, Munster's done nothing. Goes both ways. <laughs> Easily replaced. Um, all right, that's all the news I've got. So let's talk about game. Mm. So here we are. First game of the season. Very exciting. Wow. Opening the NRL season. Para versus Bulldogs. I want to know what they were smoking when they put that down as the first game of the season. Well, it's two big clubs. <laughs> two well, big clubs. A, a storied rivalry. Okay. But surely... I, I appreciate that Para's tip to win the comp. Yeah. By experts. Mm. And experts haven't been so sure of someone winning the comp since they tipped Barra to win the comp in 2018. Mm. That's how sure they are. They, well, they have a way of getting it right all the time. <laughs> so um, so surely they knew it was going to be a walkover. Like, like dogs are always going to be ordinary. I don't know. Yeah, I, I disagree. I think they wanted, like, it's... Whenever Para play the Bulldogs, they get a pretty good crowd. Really? It rates well, just because right. of the 80s. You know, right. people, it's like, oh, it's the 80s again. Is that because the average view is like 60? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Where's all the new fans coming from, Todd? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I mean... You arrogant shit. <laughs> I, the, the thing that... I mean, it was a shocker of a game. This is where, obviously, we're heading. 8-2 mm. um, is hardly the attacking... For all the talk of like yeah. the attacking brilliance of Mitch Moses is going to be the next Joey yep. this year. Yeah. Um, it was pretty dour. I, I, I wouldn't even say the scoreline bothered me at all. 
It can be two all. I don't care. Yeah. But it's just how easily, like there were so many knock-ons. Yeah. It was, and, and forward passes. Yeah. Lots of knock-ons. None of them were lots cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you and I, you came around here and, and we watched it together. Yeah. And, you know, you wouldn't say that we were. It wasn't that exciting. It wasn't exciting. No. No, it was. I'm going to put it down to two things because I don't make excuses. No. I don't, I don't shy away from from bad performances. What's the opposite of excuse? Yeah. What, what would you say that uh, is? Truth bomb. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's you a good question. Always dropping truth bombs. I'm, yeah, I'm always. I just tell it how it is. <laughs> I'm just a straight shooter. That's right. But, yeah. <laughs> however, that, having said that, <laughs> first game of the season was always going to be a fact. Isn't an excuse though. Let's yeah, that's be clear. true. Yeah, it's it's just a fact. Just hey, I'm telling it how it. I'm straight shooting. Yeah. First game of the year. Yes. And it did look. So there was a game played at Bank West last year. I tried to go through and find it, but I yeah. couldn't be bothered. Yeah. <laughs> that's me straight shooting again. <laughs> Where they just dropped the ball all the time as well. And yeah. and Billy Slater was on the sideline and they were like, is it slippery down there, Billy? He said, yeah. no, no, it's not slippery at all. And then they showed the players yeah. and they were absolutely drenched. Mm. Whether it, whether it looked like sweat. probably sweat. Yeah, that's what Billy said. He did then go on to say it was sweat. But they would. it did look like there has been a couple of night games at um, Bank West mm. where they've just dropped the ball all the time. And perversely... I think it's when it's dry because that game they beat Manly in mm. was a decent game. You wouldn't mm. categorise it as a lot of drop ball. There mm. were there were mistakes by the teams, but it wasn't like they were just dropping it flat. Yep. And that night was bucketing down in the second half. Yeah. So it's I I'm I'm not making excuses, but clearly it's it's a design flaw in the ground and and a and a very unusual unseasonal weather event, which often does lead to kind of what you'd call asterisk type. You know, be it really hot or really humid. Well, I mean, I think, humid. That, I think even because you don't make excuses. Never, never so you, have. I really feel like you'd have to admit it was a bit of an asterisk game <laughs> without two of their superstars playing. Yeah, that's right. So, the ghosts, the ghosts of those superstars. I mean, you'll take the two points, but you'll take no, you'll take no pleasure out no, of that win. No, abs- well, that was the only upside. I thought Paris' defence was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And uh, they won it, which in in previous years they wouldn't always win that. And I'm not putting that necessarily just say down. Say that they to, don't like to get in the grind. They just no, they just did what needed to be done. Yeah. They just know how to yeah. get a they, win. That's that's one of the things they do. They don't about. a lot of the time like to get in the arm wrestle. They shy away from the arm wrestle. I thought their goal line defense was good, but it's hard watching the Bulldogs knowing if it's your goal line's defense good or yeah. it's just the Bulldogs just yeah. would drop the ball. Yeah. Um, well, it's like the Broncos and. And, and Cowboys game. Everyone's saying that the Broncos are going to be top four now. Mate. Yeah. The Cowboys could just be fucking useless. Awful, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So you, you really, that's it's the hard thing. To, you yeah. don't know until maybe round four. Yeah. About what are the big wins and what are the bad wins. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I remember there was a game in 2018 where Manly beat a team 52 nil. Yeah. And we thought we were going to win the comp. Yeah. And then the next year you lost to them on the ladder. Crazy. <laughs> That 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 season. That we did, same right? year, though, you that lost. Was, I can't remember who won the spoon that year. <laughs> yeah, well, that was. I think that Manly lost to the same team by like thirty points. Oh, but six weeks later. Yeah. Oh well. Probably must have been some injuries. Thirty points. That's not a lot, though. Is it, it was 40. fifty-two. Fifty-two is <laughs> a lot more. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. So, um, standouts. I I, I would say that um, I thought Madison was pretty good. Did you? I didn't. I thought yeah. Gutherson was. Very energetic. Yeah, Gutherson was good. I know he made uh, some mistakes, but... For me, mm. I thought RCG was kind of what I expected. <laughs> yeah. He goes out there thinking, I better not make a mistake, and he just fucks up. He he looks like someone pretending to be an NRL player. Yeah, well... It's he like didn't... he's an actor. It's like someone said... So it's like someone's got Hugh Jackman and say, so you're a former um, origin, you've had a of problems and now you need to come back okay that's your motivation go and yeah. jackman's run he's out there and tried his, to play yeah. this part and that's what he feels like he's doing Grew a big dirty mustache <laughs> that's it i i don't know i i you know for your sake i hope he improves but i can't see it happening 
Yeah, he was. I mean, no, no one really stood out. I thought that the attack was very flat. Yeah, probably Gutherson was energetic. Mm. Um, Reed Marnie scored the try. That was a good bit of just being around when the ball took a good ricochet. Yeah, and um, yeah, lot to a lot to improve on. The attack was just look like they had nothing. You just watching both teams going. How's how's anyone going to score points here? Mm. Anyway, we'll take the win. Okay. The Screaming Eagles Podcast. Uh, so we put the word out. Mm. Uh, not a lot of feedback on Twitter for our various segments, but um, I've got one. So let's just go into. I'm done. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> let's go into. I'm done. Cause I'm done. Uh, I'm done. Bulldog Richie. Oh, yeah, this is personal. Bulldog Richie. And and ironically, he's a dog, bulldog. He needs to um, realise the term, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Mm. He's literally only got one team that he can write about, and that's Manly, because that's the only sort of leads he's got. And yet, if any if anyone is going to dump shit on Manly... It's always Bulldog Richie. But he always comes across as if, oh, no, no, I'm a friend of the club. I'm a friend of the club. But he's not. If you weigh up all the positive uh, stuff he writes about the club compared to all the negative, the negative outweighs it by about 80%. Mm. I'm done. I'm done with Bulldog Richie. And I'll also then just segue into that that big breakfast radio thing where he told said that Latrell Mitchell really shouldn't let all that racism get to him. And then if he's, you know, he can't really use that as an excuse and he shouldn't let that weigh on his mind. It was the most awkward bit of... <laughs> and fucking Laurie Daly's there, coach of the Indigenous side. And Laurie Daly, I've never lost respect for someone so quickly. I mean, I, to be fair, very little for Laurie Daly as it is. But even the tiny amount I had left, instead of Laurie Daly turning around saying, listen here, you racist prick. If someone's racially abusing you, you are allowed to actually stand up and it doesn't necessarily mean he's being distracted by it. He's just standing up for himself. Yeah, yeah. He just went, well, I don't know if that's the case. And he just fucking put his tail. It's what dogs do. They put their little tail between their <laughs> testicles to cover their privates and then he just slinked away. Uh, it was it was pretty pathetic. So Bulldog, done. Ri- Bulldog Richie, I'm done. Yeah. Well, I'm done. I'm done with Paul Kent. Ooh. So we go from from a uh, manly stalwart to probably Ooh. one of Para's greatest oh, yeah. okay. ever halves. I'm going to come back at you on this one, but you start. Okay. Paul Kent. Now, yeah. he's, he's he's ramped it up. He seemed to kind of uh, toe the line a bit last year. Mm. And now he's coming out about all this simply the best and we don't need politics mm. in the game and mm. we don't. He's just so opinionated. Mm. I'm done. He's just a fuckwit. He's a total... He's just a fuckwit. Mm. He's Like, he's a moron. We don't want to hear what you say about politics, Paul Kent. No. You, you can barely string three words together. You're fucking brain damaged from one NRL game. Mm. I'm done. Well, let me just say something about Paul Kent. Mm. I agree. I don't agree with what he says. But there's one thing I will say compared to other NRL journalists... He generally has the facts correct. I've just noticed how often journalists will say things that are just completely wrong. And it must just be an understanding. If you say something wrong, don't anyone correct you. Just keep going with the conversation. So I will say with Paul Kent, he generally kind of gets the facts correct. He just comes up with the wrong... He comes up with conclusions that I don't agree with. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, no, no, you're right. You do have one and you do have plus one, but no, it doesn't equal three. Yeah. But he does have that beginning right. He just comes to the wrong conclusion nine times out of ten. Yeah, I don't know. I've got the the, the the Fox, I started watching a little bit of that round, that panel, you know, where they've got their, they're on those blocker and buzz. Oh. And they all just yell at one another. Yeah, you mean old men yelling at each other. Old, yeah. Controversy corner, yeah. a.k.a. old men screaming But then there was clouds. one where there's, there's Ben Iken... And NRL 360. Yeah, NRL 360. But yeah. they had the panel was like Iken, Rothfield, Kent, 
and someone else, another they, old white call, man. I think they call that the dream team. And they were all just sitting there going, it's not the Aboriginal League. Uh, it's the, and I'm looking going, hang on, there's your four like fucking boomers. Yeah. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done with Ken. I wish I'd have exposed him. I wish I got better footage of him spitting oh. on that store. Mate, you always have your phone ready to go. Had, a, if anyone's got any questions I'm about movies wanna, or soundtracks, I had or it. You're on the phone within it was seconds. My, it was my. That was the downfall. Was my yeah. missus had taken it off me for that very reason. Yeah. Said we're gonna have a nice night here. You're not gonna be blowing up on Twitter at all. Do you know? Do you know what? Whenever you tell me that story, do you know what I picture in my head? Mm. The scene in Godfather. Where the Godfather's coming out and the assassins run at him with the gun, and his son Fredo, who's a bit of a moron, goes to get his gun out and he fumbles it and he yeah, falls it me. on the ground and he tries to pick it up and he drops it again. Yeah. And then the Godfather gets shot three times. Yeah, that was alert. me. Yeah. And I feel like it's you with the phone. Like you just you try to get, get it. it. You try to get well, it out even, and you're dropping it, and it's just. Yeah. I even got it, and you can even hear us in the background going, <laughs> like the guys I'm with are going, "Mate, this would be all time. This would be all time if he does something. It's going to be so good." <laughs> And then he spat on the window <laughs> and I didn't get it. Uh, allegedly spat on the window. Well, he did spit on the window. Oh, well, okay. Jeez, taking a big stand. Well, no, he did. Like, we did. There's no. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the main event. The Manly Game. One word, brave. <laughs> so That's it. That's all. Two words. You know, you you so brave. You you fumble around and you came up with excuses and you. Oh, Billy, he's taking his shirt oh, off. Yeah, it's, it's getting hot. Hard you, stats. You just time. want to go straight through the hard stats, yeah. don't you? Um, you? You come up with excuses and you're telling me this is happening and that's mm. happening and everything. I'll just sum up the game. Brave, brave, so brave. Against all odds. It was raining. Now, Manly's not a flat track, uh, a wet track. Yeah. Team. They're like a thoroughbred that needs it yeah. needs the turf but under their foot. The Storm haven't lost a first-round game since 2001. Um, and i got to say, a full off-season has put them at their cheating best. They've really been... you got to look at the Storm. When they tackle... Like, everyone holds people down the tackle, right? But whereas most people just hold them down with their hands... They're always using their elbows or their mm. forearms or something like that. It could have just been a coronavirus directive. Yeah. Don't get your hands. Use well, we're your... not talking about it. Well, no, yeah. we're not. Well, I haven't mentioned it yet, so don't yeah. try and trip me up. But I'm just <laughs> saying maybe it was a preventative. Yeah. But maybe they were more worried about Manly's health welfare. What are they? What, what's the word they're using? It's like uh, to keep space between. Spatial... Something get out right. of my space. <laughs> Don't fucking sit next to me, I think it's called. Stop. Is- isolation, isn't it? It's yeah. like... A- Don't chew so close to me. I think that's what it is. <laughs> but, um, oh, look, I, I, I called it um, quite early. It, it pretty much played out like the game did last season at Brookie against the Storm. We looked great in the first... Well, it was low scoring in the first half and we kept them out. What happens is, is we defend so hot, we defend for so long on our line that we eventually get exhausted, mm. and then they just run in three easy points, three easy tries at the end, and that's, I knew that was going to happen. I even put it up on Twitter in the in the DM. I said this is this is playing out exactly like it did last year, and sure enough, it did play out exactly like it did last year. Um, I I, I thought uh, I, I definitely wasn't disappointed. I thought defensively we played well, and it was good to see Jake and AFB back. Um, there was a lot of our first team that didn't play a trial and everything, and I think it showed a little bit. Um, but look bad, at, bad management from well, Des. Well, we'll yeah. see. We'll see in September, won't we? Well, probably not. Well. Judging on that loss you had, <laughs> August we might see. Well, um, I mean, I but but there were some bright moments. I thought Danny Levi was Did pretty you? good. I yeah. thought I thought he was pretty good. I don't, he looks like a good backup hooker. You, you, you compare him to how Arpy played for Penrith, and it's like, yeah, okay. Mm. Arpy was on fire. Yeah, for Penrith, he was unbelievable. So um, it's like watching that old flame. 
yeah. that went on to become a supermodel. Yeah. Oh, so right. many of mine have. You, you kind of look at it and I go, oh, should we not have, should well, we not have dumped him? You know? Well, you didn't know that. No. So, um, I mean, I yeah. So I, I thought he was, I thought he was solid. You know, mm. new spine. Yeah, he did. Like he went. From, I don't know. I thought that was one of the areas where your attack faltered a bit. Was with that that spine with with mm. um, and DCE wasn't. Amazing. He wasn't. He wasn't kicking well. I think they've yeah. got. I think they went into it going. Well, let's let's go high, because Pappenhausen's not tall. Yeah. So let's just bomb him and let's try and compete. But it just felt like everyone was just a little bit not quite timing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not too concerned. Um, I thought I thought the disappointing people though were um, I thought our second row was a bit disappointing. Um, I thought Marty Tapao was great, um, and AFB looked unfit. Yeah, he, well, he's he come looked, off his um, he's come off his wedding, hasn't he? Yeah, but he looked really muscular. You know how he always looked a little bit doughy. Yeah, he looked really muscular, but that second stint he had in the second half he was out there for five minutes and could barely play the ball. I mean, he was playing the ball and he accidentally kicked it forward, which they called a knock-on, which it wasn't a knock-on, but anyway. Not rest-faulting. No, not rest-faulting, no, but no. Um, yeah, I thought I thought that was a little bit little bit disappointing, the level of fitness there. And um, But I thought that new guy, Homei Olochetapata, mm. whatever his name is, I thought he was pretty good. He had limited minutes, but um, I just think... The main thing is, is and this is the takeaway, is when Brad Parker doesn't play well, Manly lose. Yeah, he's the he's the um, just the magic man. Yeah, and I and I feel like he he was. I felt like the storm had really targeted him pretty much the whole game as the strength, and yeah. I think I felt like they'd probably been most of their practice during the week had probably been about how to isolate and shut him how down. How you can shut him down. Shut him down. You shut him down, it's half the match there. Great thing about it is he'll never get shut down the same way twice. <laughs> so so the rest of the teams, take note, you're going to have to come up with a new way to shut him yeah. down because yeah. you won't shut him down this way. He'll learn. He's like a he's like an AI. He adapts. He's a, he's a learning computer. Yeah. So... He's a rugby league learning cyborg. <laughs> They've taken all the best bits of Fatty Vorton and Steve Steve Menzies. And Brett Dallas. And they've just they've just fused him into one unstoppable yeah, learning machine. The million dollar man. Yeah, that's dooka, right. Dooka, 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 so um So yeah. But look, I think yeah. The Not first... enough repeat sets. Daly Chavins wasn't putting the kicks through very well. I thought Dylan Walker was I thought he was it's a couple of times yeah. he took on the line and then suddenly no one was running there and he didn't quite know what to do. But I thought he put in a couple of good kicks. He made a couple of great breaks. He almost looked, you'd almost say he was probably look, looked like the most likely to score, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, I mean, the first half was much higher quality mm. game from mm. I watched the Eels game. And then it was, it did feel like that their attack, like where the points you were trying to figure out the normal, the usual suspects, i.e. DCE, yeah. wasn't really offering much no. and some strange or just not quite the kicks. It's like he felt the in goal was longer than it actually mm. is. Mm. Um, but they, they, they did pretty well. But then, you know, you've got to – and then who you're up against the Roosters next, aren't you? We're up against the Roosters. So well, Although just... they could be club in crisis having lost, you know – Having lost against the Panthers. Yeah. Well, I'd um a lot of people say the Roosters are arrogant. Mm. I think that's a positive thing. So I don't think they are arrogant. I think they're very blase. I yeah. think I think they just sort of go, uh, eh, whatever. I don't really think they take anything seriously. When yeah, they're put, gonna get the when three we put, pit. When we put 60 points on them this weekend, mm. they'll start, gonna, they're going to take that seriously. Well, if it's 42 degrees, who knows? Yeah. You might. Is that what it's... Oh, <laughs> But uh, news to hand. Yeah. So, obviously, we're breaking news. Live. First at five, we are. Mm. Um, they've taken the game, so we're meant to play up in Gosford. It's a Roosters home game. Mm. Um, and they're going to take it up to Gosford, which is a bit of a shame because I think we actually... good for you, yeah. I think we'd actually have... Crowd advantage. Strong spiritual ties to gospel. Yeah. So um I think I think that's a bit of a shame, but they've 
because there's not going to be any crowds, mm. no, no one's allowed to go and watch the game. Why is that? Uh, I think it's got to do with mismanagement. No, don't. We can't. Mismanagement okay. of tickets or something. Okay. I don't know. I thought I thought you were going to talk about coronavirus. No. Well, we're going to become famous for the only podcast that doesn't. Um, if you want a bit of a change, if you're sick of hearing about it, you know, you just got to tune in and... Just listen. Coronavirus free. No like, no mention. Much like us at the moment <laughs> <laughs> for the foreseeable future. Um, yeah, I would say that... Uh, uh, we, we, so we're going to play in Leichhardt Oval, mm. which was a strange choice. But then I was thinking it's probably the cheapest oval. That's true. To get up and running just for a single game that doesn't really rely on too many people coming in to cover costs and whatnot. You know what I mean? Like you've only just got to, you just got to get Fred, the night guard to open up, pay him yeah, to open turn up the, lights the thing. On. And that's and it's like, yeah, it's, I guess done. it is. It's kind of the closest you would come to playing at like a suburban ground, like that the, the uh, you know, the, the Balmain pirates might play. At. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, for them to get the SCG up and running, it probably costs a lot of money, you know, a lot of groundskeeper's fees, a lot yeah. of everything like that, a lot of electricity, whereas, like, uh, I'm not even sure they've got any lights. So. It's just the guy on a bike. If he stops pedalling, the lights go out. Oh, I thought I thought they'd just get everyone to drive their cars in and just face, just turn them on. face a little bit like point break. They just turn the headlights on and away they go. Well, I, it does take my mind back, though, because last time... Well, the last memory I have of the Eagles playing at Leichhardt, mm. uh, this voice, this mm. voice seemed to carry them, mm. especially our man Kane Elgin. Mm. But there's people still talk about it. But the voice from above. Where did it come from? Yeah. Well, I'm actually going to go on a bit of a recce. Okay. Um, probably tomorrow, actually, because I got a late start and work. So I might drive past Leichhardt Oval. I'm going to go a bit of a recce. I'm thinking about getting my ladder. Yeah. And if I just, well, that's I think not illegal. A tree. Right? I think there's a tree you can climb. Ladder or tree. Yeah. Or I've got a three ton truck. I thought I could park on the street behind just get it on the and top get on, the, yeah. grab a deck chair, put it up on so top of the thing. The uh, the Trent Barrett Memorial deck chair. <laughs> that's it. That was the one he was looking for. Yeah. I stole it to get rid of him. Um, so I'm going to have a wreck. I'm going to go on a little recce tomorrow and see if I can be once again wow. the lone voice at Leichhardt. That would, and that would turn. That would just advantage Manly. Absolutely. Yeah. It would go from a 50-50 contest to a 90-10 contest. Yeah. Just, I just feel like it'll be one of those times where, just like Kane LG, I feel like at some point DC will just point up to me and I'll point back to him and I'll just say, No words. I got you. <laughs> I, got I got you. you. Let my words lift you up. Just an unshakable bond. That's it. Feeling very uplifted now. Yeah. Well, I'm... I'm I'm going to go wreck it. If I can work it out, I can't see why they wouldn't let me do it. Because it does have the houses around That's it right. as well. Maybe you could just go knock on someone's door. It's a little Italian old lady. Yeah. And say, what, what's climb? it going to cost? <laughs> maybe not Italian. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe not. Or Iranian. Um, I, I reckon there is a street that goes around the back. Mm. So I reckon if I can get my three-ton truck in there, I reckon I could sit on the roof and I reckon we could... Uh, just swipe... Just Advantage. Do you notice how I've said man. we? I've suddenly you're going. involved in the oh, whole oh, thing. No, because that'll I'll be cheering for uh, my second team. Roosters. East. Yeah, oh, my yeah. second team. Yeah. Well, you can bring your you can bring, bring your my jersey. Jersey. Um. So yeah. So anyway. Um. So I guess it's about that time. I mean, you took your took my you shirt, took your off. shirt off. It's before. a premature celebration. Yeah, you took your shirt off before, but I think now mm. it's get it's got hot enough. It is warm. That I've got a much like para. On Thursday night, I'm caked in sweat. And now <laughs> it's it time sweat? for a bit of... Stats. Yeah. Mm. Just sweat. Nature's natural lubricant. <laughs> I thought that was piss. Because <laughs> um, it's all live now. I've got to be a bit more careful, like, what we say, don't I? Like, yes. I've, I've no, tried to... Do, no, it's in principle... No. I just don't. I've said things that are very close to being defamatory on previous podcasts, <laughs> noting that there's a twelve month twelve month stay, you know, for oh, defamation proceedings. So yeah, right. I can kind of boast about them now. But yeah. you do kind of have to 
Now, now that you've just you've drawn you a line. As long as you don't defame the seven people who listen to the podcast, you'll be right. Well, <laughs> the thin white duke might be after us. I, think we've defamed <laughs> I don't think that's defaming. Times. I think he's, he yeah. carries a flag. Yeah, I think we'll just go in and say, Your Honour, I'd like to put in evidence. <laughs> Twitter, as you can see, here's 3,470 tweets about the misuse of narcotics. Yeah. And I think we'd Or if that doesn't work, we'll just get him another Jason Bateman tattoo. <laughs> Luke Wilson, you mean? Oh, Luke Wilson. Yeah, Luke Wilson. We love um, you, Thin White Duke. All right. So uh, my first hard stat, and this is obviously, mm. for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, we don't talk about, oh, 60% possession or 75% mm. or, nah. you know, the storm of won 95% of their first round nah. games. Yeah. Well. That's honest, not hard. That's that's a that's a solid stat, but it's not solid. rock hard. That's enough that you can double thumb it in. Yeah, but it's not so rock hard that you can just hands up in the air <laughs> yeah. and still enter the hard stat. Yeah, in, you, you got to work. Yeah, you yeah. might even need some lubricant on that stat. But this one, how would you piss on your own? Oh right, that's it's not, not your not own a natural not your lubricant. <laughs> yeah, it's the other person's. Piss. Okay, so uh, this is the hard stat I've got. DCE has won a hundred percent. Of his captain's challenges this year. Wow, that's pretty. Yeah. That's... Now to flip it, Gutho has lost a hundred percent of his captain's challenges. Yeah. Now, as a, I was pretty happy about that. Mm. I think it was a proper captain's challenge. He was involved in it. They said you didn't kick it; you just locked a forward. And he was like, "Well, no, I clearly kicked it." Mm. Challenge. Mm. I think challenging. I, I personally, I just would not be challenging um, being a strip. A strip, yeah. Unless there's like three minutes to go and it's changing the game, yeah. Because you might feel like it's on there, but even if a hand is on there, it still could not be called as a strip. It could mm. be like, well, he's looking the other it's way. A loose carry, as yeah. Like he was looking say. the other way, so it wasn't a strip. It's mm. like, mm, I don't know about that. So I, I think it was a bad call, and I think it was a bad. It was, RC, it was RCG yeah. was not a good start to the like I love I love Gutherson right yeah. I got shirts made with Gutho's name oh well, this might not be Gutherson's name it's just Clinton Clinton could be some another Bill. Clinton might be Bill Clinton yeah exactly um, but I don't feel like he's I feel like he's going to be the Shane Watson of challenges. So Shane Watson, if you recall, used to always challenge when he'd get out and he'd be absolutely oh, really? plumb LB. Yeah. But it's just like he just didn't want to believe that he could get out LB again like he got out every single innings. Mm. I feel like Gutherson and the oh, I do remember that, refs actually. challenge, yeah. they're not going to be friends. It's going to no. be – I'd almost rather Gutherson just – burn the challenge in the first minute. Yeah, and be done with And it. then it's like, yeah, yeah, we can't. We because if Is he too enthusiastic? Oh, he's not you know, he, he whinges a lot to the refs. Like he I I like that he's in the ref's face a bit. I don't mm. think I think he's got a long way to go to get to like the good captain levels. Mm. Because if you whinge I always found Tim Manor was too passive. He'd just like show his little dumb face I, and nod. I, I would say with with Gutho, the best way to describe him is that he is a Labrador chasing a yeah, ball yeah. that no one has thrown. Yeah, exactly. You know, when yeah, you fake yeah, it yeah, yeah. and they run off, that's what he's like. Yeah, he's always like you know? wound up. It's like yeah. it's, not even, it's not even close or it's not even that important sometimes no. either. It's no. like you save those. You're, like you're, you're literally in the middle of the field. Yeah, and, <laughs> like it, and it makes it, 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 it if, if you're whinging about every 50-50 call that's probably correct. Yeah. Then when something's really wrong and you go and whinge about it, the refs go, piss off. Yeah, you know? exactly. So I feel like the the, the challenge is another thing that, that's probably Gutho's. It's not going to be his friend. It's not going to be his thing. It's not going to yeah. be his friend. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of hoping they either get rid of it because I, I didn't like – I think the challenge – the manly one was okay. In the power game, it does slow the momentum all mm. the way down when they mm. go back and review mm. it. And you can see it being used if – if someone's out on their feet yep. and there's three minutes to go and they save that challenge yeah. and they they get a quick hit up and on the line and about to get a quick play the ball, it's almost like a timeout. You're going to challenge. I think he knocked that on. Yeah, but that's when they've got to see it and go, this is a bullshit challenge. You just go, yep, reviewed, no, play, play on, on, straight back into it. You yeah, know? Like yeah. They're just not going to. 
they can't give it too much time. Yeah, day, I, I was for it, but I, 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 I don't really like it. Mm. But anyway, that's because Gus is our captain. Too. <laughs> All right, well that's uh, that's about it for is tonight. Is that your hard stat? Well, I've oh, you got a hard stat. Hard stat oh, about okay. Parra because oh, okay. there's always you know the, the best thing about the first game of the season is do, you. Do you can... want your own? Do you want another in, hard stat intro? Uh no, I don't need oh, Luke. This okay. one's so hard, no, I don't okay. even need that. Okay, but um, you don't need to be fluffed. No, I'm I'm ready to go. Okay, um, just just saying. yeah. So the obviously first game of the season, you you have those tweets lined up. So as soon as you win. Para undefeated. As yeah. soon as your first game is even better because you're going to be top of the table even if you won by like eight two. Yeah, yeah You get yeah. that one little moment. You've yeah. got to grab it, you know. And it's the, just the, the lamest tweet ever, but it's awesome. You get to, it's it's a rite of passage. Yeah, but I'm not going to go with that. Oh, well, you're not going to go with what is a hard start. No, not oh, that okay. as a hard start because okay. that's gaming it a little bit. That's yeah. a, that's a bit. But what yeah. I will say, the T-shirts, which you can still get online, screamingsports.bigcartel.com. Yep. Okay. Um, Para has a 100% win record when I wear oh. my Screaming Sports Para Eels shirt. Okay. So a lot of people put the win down to, you know, draw, getting the Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the Bulldogs having a sex scandal on they're the eve of the game. They're two superstars out. No, they're origin bolters. The t-shirt mm. that was the that was what got Para home. Uh, and you know what? Mm. I think everyone would agree that it's more likely you wearing your t-shirt than anything Brad Arthur would have done. <laughs> Were you wearing you, your t-shirt? Here's my next question. No, I wasn't. So, what's your win record like? Maybe you need to go examine that. Yeah, I probably need to go and examine it. Mm. I need to change up my wardrobe. I need to think think. Need to plan your wardrobe a little right. bit better. All right. Well, when I'm when I'm up on the ladder next week, yeah, you'll be wearing. It. I think we're playing. Uh, I think we're playing Saturday. So um, I think it's a five thirty game or something like that. So okay. anyway, um, yeah, I'll take if I'm going to do it. If I end up doing it, I'll tweet it. Let everyone know because a hundred percent I'll be shown on TV. Yeah, you'll be the guy. If I'm if I'm just over the thing and I'm like standing on a ladder yelling out, "Go, Manly!" A hundred percent, they'll go to me. <laughs> well, they've got nothing. They're going to struggle for content, to. aren't they're, they? They're no, they've got nothing else to go to, and I'll be yelling out "lolly legs" and all the rest of it when they're trying to kick. It's you're a myth, Tedesco. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's probably why He's they've gone back, back to Leichhardt, the spiritual mm. home. You had a lot of knee injuries at Leichhardt. I'd hate for that to be horrible happen again, wouldn't I? Mm. Mm. All right, Tommy, straight into Origin. Well, too soon not, to start talking about origin. Talk about knee injuries and he's never had a knee injury. Oh, hasn't he? No, just hamstrings. Shh, we don't say ham. We're kosher here, and we're at the kosher podcast. Okay. We don't talk about ham, so we don't talk about hamstrings. Yeah, coronavirus. Yes, or origin. Never mentioned it once. Okay. Well, are we going to talk about origin this week? Yeah, I think. Who's I'd... your origin bolter after round one? <laughs> Mine was Brendan Elliott. Mine, Brendan Elliott hasn't lost a game this year. I think uh, Junior Paulo. He was good for Para. True. I don't know if, if he's eligible. I think he was talk of being no, he was. New he's South eligible, Wales. 100%. Yeah. 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 Because he's played for Tonga, I think, before. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. So is Andrew. So is Harper. So is Fafita. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of people here. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well. Well, as we always say, at that time of the day, that time of the night even, mm. may your dreams be filled with maroon and white. And may Brendan Elliott give you a brave kiss. Good night. <laughs> Good night, Australia. The Screaming Eagles Podcast. <laughs>